We have choice. So have you read through this one? Yes, I'm ready. Oh. I wrote this for God's sake, Dorothy. Yeah, you keep telling me. Ernie had heard of political animals. He heard their roar. He saw their feet walk. He had also heard religious banter and had read about countless religious folly. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant, excepting Alice. In Ernie's case, you could include Mabel, Annie, and of course, 900 Sweet Sue's. As a young lad, Ernie was detained from leaving the dinner table until he finished his milk. While the milk sat there until it became a large curd cottage cheese. His dad sat there until the cubs lost, the bears lost, and his horse in the sixth race lost at Arlington. Ernie sat there thinking of cows, and balls, and plastic army men, and imaginary wars of imagination. The congressional stand still was in full display at the table. Finally, in a mild rage, his dad bellowed at young Ernie. Just who do you think you are, young man? All Ernie could think to say was, A, a human being? Ernie's father struggled to smile. Only his mom, Crazy Jane, was thinking clearly. She had left the table 20 minutes earlier. There was a Sinatra special on the TV. Reality could wait. A martini and a kind snap of the fingers could not. Bedlam wasn't his real name. His real name was Howie Jones. But who would want to read the story of Howie Jones anyway? Nobody, that's who. A last name like Jones was like having an impacted tooth. A Jones could never even get the first base. Ernie Bedlam went whole thing. The big banana. A gold coin found in a box of Cracker Jack. The last shot that would win the big game. Two olives and a martini. Two owls and a never-empty martini. Big time, big lights, fast little cars, fast women with slow hands, except when Ernie was in a hurry. Ernie was always in a hurry. Life to him was a mad dash to the toilet, a constant case of the shits. Brain cells couldn't be burned quick enough. Shakespeare and People magazine were equally important. 
person had to know everything, or else what? Ah, that's the question. Ah, that's the rub. My bedlamet tried to tell Ernie to slow down. Shelly said if you go too fast, you end up in the rubber room. The rubber room where there's no popcorn to enjoy the movie with. Ernie, life's not a game, she said. Life's real, she said. You can't fuck all the pretty women. You can't read all the books. You can't know all the stories. And your belly button can't be an any and an Audi at the same time. Ernie's ma ended up in the rubber room. One day she decided she wanted it all. It was okay with Ernie. He understood. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Who's this Al Rose guy? Well, I met Al at a small bar in Rogers Park many, many years ago called Kerrigan's. We were playing Sundays, and he showed up and performed. Often I didn't see him for like 30 years or so, and I, you know, I knew he was around town. And then we reconnected. He's a best way I can describe Al as a musician is, and I've told him this, and I love it, he's wonderfully quirky. He's very good at being quirky. He owns a wonderful cafe on Clark called the Kopi Traveler's Cafe, 5317 North Clark Street, Chicago. Nice man and good songwriter. I opened up my mouth And I can hardly breathe It's a habit I've got just like the great dogs leap, I gather up the quilt, but it's torn at the seams. I always open my mouth and say the same wrong thing. I'm just repeating myself like a dependable thief. I'm such a tired guest, can't find the time to you under the bus I threw us under the fleet I always open my mouth and say the same wrong thing I never get it right I haven't learned a thing I turn away and run it's just the coward in me you just gotta laugh I fly with bitter wings I always open my mouth 
and say the same wrong thing. I open up my eyes and I can hardly see the indisputable lies in the deep blue sea. I try to get it right, but all you got is For a couple of years. Where'd you get that hat? I had it made up in Evanston. Stuart Rosenberg said one day I, I need a t shirt with Ernie on it. And I thought, oh. And I went and got a made. And then about six months later, I thought I'd pop for a hat. And then I didn't wear it for a year. I have a strange problem. Do you have a Cubs hat? Somewhere. But <gasps> I think it might have got thrown out. What? So you don't have any hats anymore? I have a few. I have a few, maybe six or seven. Six or seven. But I used to have more. But I never saved them or collected them. I can't believe you don't have a cubby hat. I had one. But you don't have one now. They cost money. Oh, they're ridiculous. Well, yeah, buy Craig's book and he can get a new cubby hat. Fuck that. Buy me the cubby hat, too. Okay. Well, so, okay. So, Craig, you got this book signing coming up June when? 24th? June 24th in, in Homewood. Homewood. Okay. I went to Homewood Flossmer High School, and it's at the fifth quarter, 18105 Dixie Highway. And folks from high school will be there. And So what time does it get started? It gets started around 4. 4, okay. It's nothing set in stone. So you heard it here. So... Bring Craig a cubby hat, a real cubby hat, not Ooh. a fake cubby hat with a plastic thing in the end. Somebody's got to bring Craig. You can like band together as a group and bring Craig a cubby hat, but the only disclaimer there is you've each got to buy a book. But the trouble is huh. it's in Homewood, which is Saxland. <gasps> oh, okay. Never mind. I mean, people might get hurt. Okay. Hats. Hats. The only good thing in Ernie's life was his hat. His penis had grown out of favor as it kept downsizing, along with the economy. He used to go on safari and needed people to haul it through the jungle, but now only diminished like the rainforest and made puddles five times a night. His hat had always been an ally. It kept mischief in and saved nickels and dimes spent on vanity and hair products. 
pal, Olin Caulfield had a lucky hat. And look where he ended up. In the rubber room with three squares and meds in Hollywood trying to cast Bobby Dylan to play him. With a hat on one's head, no one could possibly see the hair stand on your head when one got scared. And Averney was certain of one thing. Life could be scary. The draft and employment and food were always troublesome. Life was just easier to navigate with a hat on. Ernie quit going to church when he found out you had to take off your hat to get saved. He once had to go to court because he was accused of driving under the influence of 30 beers and some reefer madness. He knew the authorities were dead wrong. It had only been 27, give or take. Hatless, he stood before the judge who said, Buddy, do you want to go to the joint? All Ernie could think to say was, No, sir, I smoked it. Well, this didn't go too well. If only Ernie had his hat on, he'd be on top of his game. But no, he didn't see his children again until they both had gone through puberty. Ernie and his hat were once courting a beautiful girl. Things were going along reasonably well until he asked her to lunch on a windy day in the Windy City. They were crossing the street and an unkind wind blew his hat off his head. The gal looked at Ernie and said, You're fucking bald. Mortified, all Ernie could say was, So was fucking Kojak. The girl's too young and hadn't even heard of Kojak. Ernie sheepishly offered her a lollipop. She said, I'm diabetic, and walked away. Ernie had managed to keep his hat on ever since. With the help of Providence and duct tape, his wife of 30-odd years had no clue as to what lurked under his hat. Ernie kept a windsock by the front door, only ventured out during severe droughts, and felt very blessed his wife found the weather channel as amusing as Downton Abbey. Well, what, what kind of hat, what can they bring you? Clean underwear always works. Okay, yeah, so things, things Craig could use Besides you buying his book, there he, there's a list, right? So, I'm, I have one one thing. I, I'm living at my daughter's house, uh-huh. and they have a bathroom of all these plastic bottles, right? And you know, I I, I just can't bring myself to use body wash. Oh. So a bar of soap, great idea. Soap helps because body Irish Spring, Irish Spring. You like the Irish Spring? Soap. Okay, soap, soap. Bring Craig a bar of soap and he'll sign the book you buy with a little extra special something. Cheetos don't hurt my feelings. And he either. loves Cheetos, even though he should not eat them. No. He, I like to look at them. But he likes to look at them and squish them between his fingers well, and pretend they're Donald have Trump you seen, and then like smush them. Have you seen that thing online that some guy torched him and they gives you enough light? They, I mean, they sizzle up that you could like, knew do a New York Times crossword puzzle okay, Sunday. This sounds like an event. We're going to have to do it. No, it torches. Torch it really does. It was great fun. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to watch. Well, no, now I want to go in the alley right now and light some up and see what happens. It's kind of a windy day. Probably a bad idea. Knowing my luck. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we shouldn't do that. No. No. The selfie, 
rocking the lens of a cell phone world. No chitty chat, no black cat moan. Looking good, so damn good. Swinging a here's Johnny Nine Iron in a room where the overhead light is bright. Not a moon or star in sight, and the room is full of me, me, not you. The jukebox is playing a love song for me, not you. Got a tattoo, a spanking new tattoo in a taboo place. Got a horse shit of luck, a Ford pickup truck named for me, not you. I'm the Sierra, the Lone Ranger. I'm the danger, the tick of the tock. Me, me, me. The movie's about me. All the angels singing for me. Face it, the night belongs to me. This is my selfie, my rock. This is how I roll. The clickety clack. Me, me, me. I'm the radio in the shack. You're locked out? From where? Yeah. All right. Okay. We're going to learn how to take a selfie right now. Okay, where's where's your camera? Go find your camera. See? You go, oh no, you go here. And then... Did you just turn it off? No, it does that automatically once. I don't know why. It does. And nothing I can do. And then I go here. Okay. And then I look for camera. There it is on the bottom. Okay. And go there. And now I'm stuck. All right. So See, I'm looking out. You are looking out because you have to turn it around like that. But if you turn it like this, how does it no. see? Oh, that little hole? No. See, there we are. You have to go this way? Yeah. See, now Side you can do Side horizontal? Right. And then, no, you can go this way. Here, you didn't see what I did. All right. So now you're looking out, right? Yeah. Okay. See that little thing where it says reverse the camera lens? So now it's looking at you. Me, 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 me. Yay. And now you have a selfie. There's your selfie. Did we do it? Yeah. There it is. Oh, thanks. It could have been better. Okay. Do it again. Now you do it. Oh, my. Okay. Back here. Camera. Press that thing. Yeah. Well, it's already on. But if you want to take a picture of something else, you'd hit it again. So hit it again. Look at that. You're like an expert now. Yay. No, I don't have cheeks that big. You can can move it. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Smile. Yay. Oh, well, you got to hold it still. Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, look. Oh, you guys, Craig just did a selfie. My God. (laughs) And they say Rome wasn't built in a day. Rome was not built in a day. It's a joyful day. Are you going to take selfies all the time now? No. <laughs> I No. I, I, I see enough of that. I think it all keeps therapists busy. Maybe you should take pictures of people taking selfies. Oh, that would be a theme. Yeah. You like themes. Don't you like themes? Uh, well, yeah. But... <laughs> Not deep themes. Well, there's nothing deep about that. That's Don't just... tell them. I, someone would probably 
take offense and hurt me. So, okay, all you Homewood peeps, bring Craig soap, bar soap. He doesn't like liquid soap, so the man needs bar soap. I don't care if it's liquid, but not body wash. Well, it's body wash. That's liquid soap. Okay. So it's all body wash. I mean, they call it body wash, but it's liquid soap. (laughs) Q-tips. Q-tips. The man wants Q-tips. What else? Q-tips, soap. Ooh, ooh, one thing that went when I had to move. A nostril trimmer, uh, hair, nostril hair trimmer, or earlobe. I don't know why. A God. personal hair trimmer yeah. is what you need. Personal yeah. hair trimmer. Yeah. All right, might. so the list is personal hair trimmer, soap, and underpants. He's got a 30-inch waist. I don't know anything else about that. Yeah. <laughs> and if I get all those things, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what I'll add to the pie. I might do the dead bug. <gasps> oh, come on, Homewood. All right. I've never done the dead bug in Homewood. Oh, well, there you go. There Who's you it? go. The dead bug in Homewood. If Craig gets soap, bar soap, and he gets underpants, 30-inch waist, I don't know what that translates to, and what was the other thing? Cheetos. Cheetos and a personal hair trimmer, the kind he can stick up his nose. If you go out in the woods tonight, you're in for a big surprise. Lovely out in the woods tonight, you better go in disguise. Cause all the bears that ever there was will gather there for certain. Because tonight's the night the teddy bears had their picnic. Picnic time for teddy bears. Thanks for listening to Ernie Bedlam's Bedtime Stories podcast. All Ernie Bedlam stories are conceived, written, and narrated by Craig Champlin. This week's podcast featured music by Al Rose from his album Spin, Spin, Dizzy. Songs featured were Same Wrong Thing and Bonus Opus Enhanced the Story, Political Animals. Vernon Tanji's original Panda Butts appears with the story Hats. Buy the book. Ernie Bedlam Stories is available at erniebedlamstories.com. Or Craig might knock on your door. If he does, just buy the book because he won't leave until you do. Ernie Bedlam Bedtime Stories podcast is recorded and edited by me, Dorothy Conway, at Mighty Small Studios, Chicago, Illinois. Done with that one. Can we eat?